0: Hey, Leah. Hi, Kyle.
1: What's up?
0: <laughs> we're back. We're back. This, this is back. crazy. I'm so excited.
1: Surprise! Surprise! I know. We went. We we went the whole month of November, but it was it was a busy time. Yeah. It was a yeah. busy time. Oh, but yeah. we're back. It's the Morningside Hoops podcast, episode one of the 2023-24 season.
0: Yeah, in our third season of doing Morningside Hoops. Yes. Which is so exciting. I know my mom was like, where is Morningside Hoops? I miss you and Kyle. So
1: Well, now we will get that <laughs> listen from Kansas.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah. yes. The Kansas numbers go crazy. The Kansas
1: numbers <laughs> will be going crazy. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, this is going to be fun. We've got a lot of good basketball to talk about so far on both the men's and the women's side. The men are 8-3 and three, uh, through the non-conference season so far here at the exams break. The women are 7-4. and four. At the exams break, uh, against a very challenging schedule, so we're gonna have we're gonna have a great time on our first episode of the season.
0: Oh yeah, lots and lots and lots to talk about. So it, it's all good things.
1: All good things. We're gonna talk to the men first today. We're got, we've got uh, Avery Brown and Geronimo Rubio de la Rosa joining us, uh, the top two scores on the men's team to talk about their success so far through 11 games. And then in part two, we're gonna have Cecilia Collins. Uh, First year, or she's a soft junior transfer from Bucknell, and we're going to have Riley Weiss, who is a first year from, oh, man, jog my memory. A first year from, she's actually from Long Island, but she did her senior year down in Florida at North Broward Prep. Oh, wow.
0: Yes. Awesome. Well, yes. I'm excited to get some new new faces on the pod. Um, I feel like there's a lot on the women's side that we're gonna get to know throughout this podcast, right. which will be really nice. So that's I'm, right. We're starting it off strong with two new players introduced. I think
1: we're gonna have two great conversations. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I'm, we're have two I'm great looking great forward to it. All right. Well, we won't go too we won't go too heavy on the intro today because we're gonna have we're gonna have a lot to talk about mm-hmm. in our interviews. So we'll take a quick break. But when we come back, we're gonna have Avery Brown and Geronimo Rubio De La Rosa talk to, us, talk to us about all the success so far on the men's side.
0: Stay tuned.
2: At Athletic Brewing Company, we've built America's first craft non-alcoholic brewery. We've created a lineup of award-winning non-alcoholic beers. Our beers are made with organic grains and start at only 50 calories. Athletic beers are perfect for anyone who loves being healthy and active, but also loves to enjoy great tasting beer with friends. To give us a try, go to athleticbrewingcompany.com and use code ATHLETIC20 for 20% off your first order. We all know what comes with being a fan, the ups, the downs, and everything in between. Share a Coke with a friend. Coca-Cola, the official beverage of the Columbia Lions.
1: Welcome back. It's our first episode of the Morningside Hoops podcast of the 2023-24 season. We're here wrapping up what is what has been the majority of the non-conference play, and joining us as our first guest this season from the men's side, we have Geronimo Rubio De La Rosa, a junior guard from Santiago Dominican Republic, and Avery Brown, a sophomore guard from Beacon Falls, Connecticut. Guys. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks Thank for you. taking the time.
0: I would just like to say shout out to Avery for coming back after we pranked him last time on the oh, podcast, no, we did. Um, which is a fun did. one. If you guys want to go back and listen, um, we pranked him with the echo feature on <laughs> the <did>. podcast <laughs> recording. Did. So thanks for coming back. I, appreciate you, you me I don't know. Did we keep it? I don't remember. I, don't, I, don't it know, was, uh, I was dying laughing I, though. Yeah, it I was, was confused. <laughs> 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 that was like my first time like ever really speaking to Avery too. And that, right. that happened.
3: That was a good time. A good time.
1: <laughs> well, guys, 8-3 and three at this point, uh, breaking for exams in the non-conference season. Uh, as luck would have it, our boy Steve Merrill hooked us up with the top two scorers on the team right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, G, averaging, uh, for those who don't know, team leading 14.2 points per game. Avery, second on the team, 12.0 points per game. But we're going to get into the balance on this team because, honestly, We got three averaging double figures with Blair Thompson at 10.1. But, I mean, you look down the roster, Josh Odonobu, 7.8, Kenny Nolan, 7.8, Zay McLean, 6.9, Zena Dean, 6.1. There's not a lot of separation, and it feels like all these names that I'm reading right now are all guys that played last year, right? So how huge has that been? And, Avery, we'll start with you. How huge has that been to, like, build that chemistry and now – kind of see the fruits of your labor
3: so far in the non-conference season? Yeah, no, nah, it feels good. Um, you could most definitely, uh, being out there on the court and um, playing with with the guys, you can feel the maturity level has risen a lot, especially since we had such a young core last year. I mean, G was a sophomore. Um, me, Blair, Kenny, Zeno were all freshmen coming into a new program. So um, it, it's most definitely exciting to see the maturity levels grow and our chemistry getting better day, day in and day out. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to in-conference season. You know, those wins are going to be really important. And uh, we just got to keep building. And, G, I want to ask you, I mean, it feels like maybe you
1: aren't as relied on maybe as it felt like, especially your freshman year when you first came in here, right? So what's that been like for you? I mean, you guys have so many weapons all over the board.
4: Yeah, it feels like, you know, it feels amazing. You can see the growth on our team um, from my freshman year. Um, now having so many people contributing to the team um, it's just Amazing.
1: What's yeah. been your? Uh, I'm gonna start kind of a fun question, but what's been what's been your favorite eight and three? Like as we said right now, what's been your favorite moment so far in the non conference season? Um, that we can talk about.
4: Um, I consider our last game against FDU. Okay, because um, it was a close one.
0: Avery with the clutch shot. Oh
4: yes, yeah. uh, so we'll get into that crazy shot. So <laughs> yeah, I think that would be my first one so far. Well, what about it? Like, what what was it that stood out? Um, it's just the way we played all game. We didn't stop. The game came close. We stepped like we kept going. We kept going. Um, Mm -hmm. and the way we responded uh, to that game. It was just amazing. It was crazy.
1: And Avery, Aliyah just brought it up, but. The clutch shot down yeah. the stretch. FDU is making a run. You guys had had a lead, and they're making a run. And yeah. maybe in years past, that's a game that ends a different way. But again, uh, uh, credit to your guys' experience, that chemistry you're building together. For you in that moment, are you thinking, "All right, it's I've got it's winning time. I got to make this."
3: Yeah. So they, they, um, I think they have hit a three to play before. Um, and uh, we had just went to the free throw line, and I think we were only up one. Um and yeah, I looked at the uh the scoreboard and I'm like, yo, the years past, We lost games, it's close. Mm-hmm. You know, end up being a turnover, they score and then, you know, we're going home on a on the bus ride sad. Um, so, you know, uh coach we ran a play and just gave me some space and I was able to make a you know, a huge shot. So uh, I was just glad I I made a shot and I'm able to help the team win.
0: Yeah, that's that's one of the first things I noticed about the squad this year is some of your wins i'm like if that were last year it might not have ended that way so is it like obviously the maturity but is that something you you guys really focus in on in practice is like you know these close games where it could go either way like how what's your approach to that
3: yeah i think so um we practice those situations Mm -hmm. like um you know we lost so many games like that last year where we're kind of like you know, we're not really um, bothered by the situation. Like we go down mm-hmm. on a run, but at the same time, I'm kind of like Zen. I'm like, all right, we're gonna make our run. I'm not really worried. Yeah. You know, guys like G, guys like you know Noah last game who hit shots. Like we're we're comfortable in those situations where we never really get pressured. So um, yeah, I think we're just built for it now, and um, you know, it's only gonna get better.
0: Yeah, and I'm glad that the record reflects it because last year on this podcast we talked a lot where it's like. Your guys's record last year it didn't really reflect some of the games because yeah. they were such close games that you might have lost down mm-hmm. the last minute stretch. So, um, yeah, it, I'm just really, really impressed, and it's been fun watching you guys so far.
1: Yeah. yeah, it has been, and we'll get into a little bit of the defensive numbers here as well. And again, I'm going to credit Steve Merrill; he's doing a great job uh, sending us some notes before this podcast. But he, uh, he gave us he gave us some notes here. You guys ranked 44th in the country an opponent three-point field goal percentage right now. So it's not just on the offensive end, it's on the defensive end, and you guys are top 50 nationally in steals per game. What is what is it, How does it feel to, like, maybe it feels that way in practice and you guys know you're playing better, but then to, like, see the numbers?
4: Yeah, in practice, this is what we focus on. Um, defense, you know, defense is what wins games. And I think for us, that's one thing that identified us, is, like, our defense and how, how hard we play because sometimes offense is not going to be there but defense you know you you have to play defense mm-hmm. there's no excuses so that's one thing that we we take pride on and that's what we do like since last year
1: mhm mhm
3: and then uh Avery same question for you um yeah i mean the defensive side always has to be important right i mean you can score as many punches as you want but you got to go out there and defend um so yeah i i mean Credit to my teammates. You know, we get a, easy, a lot of easy baskets just off the steals, uh, especially guys like G. G, he has good hands uh, on the uh, defensive side. He has good, you know, reaction times. And, um, you know, a little antics is still the ball. So, um, you know, we're just gritty players. And, I mean, the numbers is showing itself. The numbers are showing it. As you said, G has good hands. He's leading the team with 18 steals so far yeah, this
1: season. Exactly. And you, <laughs> you and Blair, for the record, tied right behind him with 14 steals, right? <laughs> right? So, I mean, you guys have over 100 steals in 11 games. I mean, crazy. you know, that's that's, that's, that's great stuff. And then, you know, the last kind of stat I'll go into here is that you guys are also top 50 in the country in assists per game. And I think we could talk about it, but I think that's also a credit to the chemistry You know, has that been a point of emphasis, Avery, in practice this year? Is, like, the extra
3: pass passing to create open shots? No, it most definitely has been. Um, You know, we've lost games last year and this year. Um, You know, I think our last loss, we weren't sharing the ball as much as we used to. Um, Or not used to. uh, We normally do, especially in the previous wins. You know, we went on our win streak, and we were really, you know, playing fast, sharing the ball. And uh, when we went up to Maine, um, no, not Maine, New Hampshire, it kind of got stagnant. Um, So... We just kind of got back to our, you know, our old ways and sharing the ball and, you know, making the extra passes, realizing who's on the floor with you, um, you know, getting guys like G a shot, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, there's opportunities in the game. You know, I might have open three, but I'm swinging to one more just because, you know, his percentage is, you know, one of the highest in the country. So, you know, that's the reason why we win games. And,
4: uh, you know, we, we realize that type of stuff on the court. Yeah. G? Uh, he said it all, but, you <laughs> know, the pace that we play now um, – the way we share the ball is just way different. Um, now we move, now we move the ball a lot, and a lot of people, a lot of coaches, be talking about how they like how we move, how we move the ball, how we move, how we cut, and how we do all those stuff. So, it's it's been good so far.
1: And I wanted to take a step back for one second. We asked G about his favorite moment of the non-conference season, but I know yours might be the shot against FDU. Maybe it is personally. But what's yeah. been what's been that what's been that moment for you during the non-conference season that you just like stuck stuck in your head?
3: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I mean the Temple game was big, um, just because you know any game where we're going in, and we're the underdog, and we're you know, uh, people are betting on us to lose. Um, you know, it, it's fun. Um, I think last game though, because it was such an interesting game. Um, you know, they pressed the whole game. Um, it was real tiring. Um, you know, and I the first half I didn't even score, so yeah. I had zero points in the first half, and then uh, you know I just stuck with it. You um, know, it's a funny thing. Jay gave me some pre workout at halftime. Okay. Get me going. <laughs> okay. So, you know, I came out of halftime. You know, my body was tingling. You know, I felt, felt really energetic. <laughs> and I think that that really played a part of, uh, you know, my energy going into the second half. So, that's a little funny um, story. But, yeah, I think you has to be just because, you know, that little halftime incident and then, you know, making my plays down the stretch and winning.
1: <laughs> and I'm just going to throw this out there. First time, eight. One of you guys have won eight of 11 for the program. Do you guys know this one? I don't know. First either. time. Eight of eleven since 1978-79 season. 78, yeah, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so that's big. Yeah, it's big time right there. That's, that's crazy. good. That's good. But now, as we brought up a little bit when you first came on, uh, a 19-day break from games from the FDU game to your next game, which is at Fordham on December 30th. Uh, Avery, you know, what do you what do you guys do over this time? Obviously, you're still going to practice. You got to prepare for finals, but you know, what What do you try and do over this time to kind of
3: keep that – ride that momentum and not, you know, not kind of take a lull? Yeah, I think we just go back, you know, watch film, um, see where we can sharpen our, you know, offensive and uh, d- defensive keys, and, you know, just get better as a team. You know, um, staying in shape, you know, we're not going to play any games, but our practices are harder than games, and that's what we kind of focus on. So keeping that same motto and just, you know, keep putting in work. You know, I think we're going to – come out uh, of the break stronger and more, you know, energized. We got some guys kinda banged up, not feeling well. Um, so hopefully a whole team is back and we're just ready to play. Feels like a like a double bye week
1: for yeah. football. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, two bye weeks <laughs> in a row. I mean that's gotta be huge though to rest guys and uh you know heal up any you know knocks and bruises that are that are happening right now with the team. And gee, this is your third time doing this now. So you know do you feel like you're in a rhythm now when you get when you get to this part of the year in terms of like how to hit reset but keep going?
4: Yeah, yeah, I feel like I'm, I'm ready. Um, I know what to do during uh, like time like this. Um, so I feel like I could help the freshmen and all of them to go through time like this. Like you said, it's hard to stay in shape. Um, even though we practice, we still have a lot of days off because of exams and all that. Um, but you know, I feel like uh, I think it's good having those days off. Though, so.
1: what uh, what's the exam schedule look like this year, G?
4: Um, so for me I only have one final exam but I have three papers, so it's like thirty pages. Oh wow <laughs> That's a lot. So it's crazy. <laughs> I, I'll Seven be I, I'm just gonna I'm gonna be busy. Yeah. <laughs> you said you said
1: your so the final exam is on the eighteenth, yes. Monday. And then your are your papers all the week before?
4: Yeah, it's like I have two papers due the fifteenth and then my last paper is the twenty second. Okay. Wow. Okay. That's
1: a lot that of words, man. And then uh i'll get to you avery in a second but so after when you guys are done when you're done with that final right you guys have a you guys get to go home for a little bit or are you going anywhere for a little bit um, i know you're from the dr so
4: so yeah we have a four day break i believe mm-hmm. um but it's like i don't it's not too many days to go home so i would just stay here i'll go to my family's house near here okay mm-hmm. um and that's what I would do. I'm not going home during Christmas. Yeah,
1: it's just kind of a lot yeah. to go that far. Mm-hmm. Avery, what's the exam
3: schedule look like this year? Um, it's pretty pretty busy. Um, <laughs> I got I got like three tests. I only have one paper. Okay. So I'm the opposite well, uh, yeah, opposite. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, just gotta make sure I'm, I'm prepared. You know. When's that last final? Um, Sunday. Sunday
1: the this Sunday. S- oh, this coming yeah, yeah, Sunday. This Sunday. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Oh yeah, that's the. I don't even know what day it is anymore. It's the <laughs> seventeenth, right? Seventeenth. 17th, yeah. 17th. So, uh, what, what's your plan after finals? You guys have that four-day break. What do you? I know yeah. you're from Connecticut, so yeah. you're going home for a few days. Yeah, I probably just hop on
3: the train right after practice. Um, and just get you know. Go home. Wow. wow, Metro North. Metro North. Oh man. Do you take that. it right out of Harlem one twenty fifth? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shout, Shout out, out Metro North.
1: Shout out Metro North. Avery, I've ridden so much Metro North in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully hey. I live in Jersey now, so I haven't had to do it. But okay. I uh yeah, you know, I I grew up uh about an hour north of the city and then mm-hmm. my first like two years working at Columbia, I took the train in from from up there yeah. a lot of hours a lot of hours we need a subscription something i don't know, you know do they have monitors on the back of the seats yet yeah, that would be so nice like you're on a yeah. plane or something you <laughs> oh. need something man. Oh. have you ever missed the stop have you ever fallen asleep and missed your stop because let me
3: tell you i've done it yeah it's not fun <laughs> um i've taken the train a while yeah, I actually have. Yeah, I was supposed to. It worked out, though, because I was supposed to get off in Bridgeport. Um, okay. Fell asleep, woke up in New Haven. But my uh, mom's um, hair salon is right uh, next to the New Haven train station, so I kind of lucked out. But, yeah, yeah, that was, <laughs> uh-huh. it gets tricky.
1: Mm. Your, your story is better than mine. I won't go into my story. <laughs> but there wasn't a train coming back the other direction oh, for no. about an hour. Oh, and I is. had <laughs> And I was, Jeez. yep. Yep, we won't go there. <laughs> it was a while ago. I can't believe I even brought it up. Not something not something wasn't, wasn't in my notes to bring up today. So wasn't in my notes.
0: Yeah, I think I mean the only other thing I think I'd want to touch on, even though this seems like so long ago, and we we kinda talked about it in a pre season interview, but the foreign tour, like I mm-hmm. you know, the listeners of our podcast haven't really heard about it. So mm-hmm. how did going all the way back, how mm-hmm. did all that the way. Well, August, all the way to August. August. Yeah. Um how did that how did that help out with your guys's chemistry and what was that experience like for you?
3: UIG.
4: Um so I can say that that was what brought us the like brought the team together and mm-hmm. made us like reflect and see oh this is what we got for this year um we played i remember playing the first game we didn't play like we like like the coach wanted us to play mm-hmm. so that first game in europe was crazy it was like not that good um yeah. so we knew that we had to like hey we gotta uh, let's say prepare better mm-hmm. uh, because everybody wasn't ready No, uh, not like everybody was out of shape and all the crazy stuff <laughs> but you know it was good like after the first game we got we got on the bus Coach the coaches started you know he said something to us and we changed mm-hmm. um so after that game we like you could see the team um uh, that we have now mm-hmm. just um going like crazy over there like winning all the games mm-hmm. being everybody easily and from that moment, you knew like, oh no, we we gonna be good this year. Yeah. So yeah, that yeah. that trip was good for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that trip it was a lot of
3: fun. Um, yeah, it, it was a lot to unpack. Um, you know, we were going on hikes, and then next morning, <laughs> you know, we getting ready to play. So you yeah, know, a lot of people were tired. It was tired And the hot in mm-hmm. the gyms had no AC. I heard <laughs> about we were that playing in like hundred degree weather. Oh my You goodness. know, sweating like a like a mug. So <laughs> it, it was most definitely tough. But um, yeah. As G said, man, I think we just came together as a unit, um, mm-hmm. really spending time with each other off the court, too. You know, yeah. we had a lot of fun. Um, so just having that experience, you know, we could have for a lifetime, you know, yeah, tell, exactly. tell our families and, you know, our future kids one day, stuff like that. Yeah. So it, it was most definitely a great experience that we won't forget.
0: Yeah. I love that because like like we talked about last year on this podcast, we There are so many great individual players. You guys were all talented, but this year it just seems like something clicked. And obviously it's a lot of things, but I feel like that foreign tour like really helped the chemistry bring all you you guys together from individuals as a collective group. So I feel like this year it's just like, like I said, I can't say it enough. It's so fun to watch you. So, it's been it's been good so far. What's
1: uh I got to ask you from a non-basketball standpoint, what what was the highlight for you of the foreign tour? If you can jog your memory back that far. <laughs> I know it's been a while now.
3: I got to think about it. There was a lot of experiences, yeah. man. Uh, we met a lot of good people over there, you know. Um so, yeah, it was fun. I probably just take going out at night. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it was fun. Um, yeah, you know, just spending time with my teammates. You know, it felt like we were just in a whole other world. You know, yeah. not too many. People well, you spoke. were. Yeah, we were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not too many people. You know, uh, not too many people spoke uh, English. So you know, we. It, it was fun. It was fun. It was fun for sure.
1: And uh, for anybody, I'm going to keep plugging Steve here. For anybody who you know <laughs> wants to go back and take a look, maybe these guys want to go back and take a look. Uh, you can go to gocolombiairlines.com. Uh, Or you can just go on Google and uh, Google the Foreign Tour Central on the men's basketball page. It's a whole day-by-day breakdown of everything the team did. So a great way to kind of reflect on everything you did. I'm going through it right now. (laughs) And I think uh, for me, I wasn't on the trip, but a really cool part for me as I'm going through it is uh, seeing the pictures of you guys at uh, ACF Fiorentina. uh, Touring that facility and touring everything Uh, for anybody who doesn't know. ACF Fiorentina is a Serie A team, which is the highest uh, level of soccer in Italy. And ACF Fiorentina is owned by Rocco B. Camiso, who is a Columbia University graduate of nineteen seventy one, obviously very well affiliated with the men's soccer program here at Columbia, now owns ACF Fiorentina, and you guys were able to kinda tour that whole facility and uh, meet meet some of the players and mm-hmm. do all that. So is it jogging the memory, G is <laughs> yeah, jogging yeah. the memory? Okay, yeah, I'm going yeah. back in time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right,
3: that was your favorite moment. Oh, that would, yeah, it has to be. That mm-hmm. was that was amazing.
4: You yeah, draw, you jogged my memory
3: with that one too. So I ain't gonna lie, <laughs> that, was, that was fun. That was a good time. That well, was really you know, yeah, you guys awesome.
4: you go back on the website
1: and take a look at this. Take a look at this day by day. It goes into detail about everything you guys did. I mean, the pictures look amazing. Uh, you know, the, the descriptions of what you guys did. I'm looking at a picture of uh, Noah. you like, having a time of his life, getting <laughs> off this bus right now. So uh,
0: <laughs> wait, I gotta ask. Out of the group, who is like? Out of the players, like the mm-hmm. the leader, where it's like if we get lost, we're going to this person to get us back. Jeez. And who's the one that would be like, you know, like where'd they go? I yeah. don't
3: know. <laughs> it was funny because we actually did get lost. I remember it was one time me, um me, Josh, and Jay. We were just out, you know, just trying to see. We were, I think, we were in Milan, just trying mm-hmm. to see the city, and we were just riding the bikes. Um, <laughs> And Zay thought he knew where the story was the whole time. He just took it <laughs> to the opposite direction. Oh, so we're no. trying to find our way back to the hotel. And we didn't have any phone service. Oh, no. Because, you know, we overseas in there yeah. and We didn't really buy the service um, overseas plan. So we were really kind of stranded for a little <laughs> minute until we saw some, you know, familiar places and uh-huh. buildings. Um so I have some person I wouldn't follow Zay. Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I kind of from personal experience, <laughs> so, yeah. To
1: answer your question, <laughs> yeah. uh, we know not to follow Zay. Got yeah. it. No, but it was funny it was That's
2: funny. awesome. He tried, he tried.
4: Oh yeah. <laughs> um. So for me, I would say myself because I'm not, like I learn like everywhere I go. I'm like always are like looking around and mm-hmm. learning. Like yeah, this yeah. is what I came through. I always remember. So. I'll say myself. I, I'll never go lost.
0: Bet yeah. on yourself. he's, a, he's like I've
4: been around these guys.
3: <laughs> Don't follow
4: anyone. None any of, of the above. Follow, no. I follow <laughs> G. I follow
3: yeah. G. <laughs> be a good one. That's a, that's an accurate description. He's real observant. So did you guys? That.
1: Did you guys need to speak? Obviously, you guys were in Italy and Switzerland. Uh, did anybody on team speak Italian? No.
4: Um. So. Me, myself, you know, I speak Spanish. <laughs> okay, so before well, yeah. we went, I was trying to learn Italian. You know, yeah. it was close to yeah, Spanish. Yeah, romance So, yeah, I was yeah. trying to, like, I was a little close, but.
1: Okay. Yeah, some of the words are very similar, yeah. but they're kind of accented differently or yeah. extra vowel, maybe not a vowel. <laughs> extra <laughs> vowel. <Yeah. laughs> oh, yeah. goodness. Not nah, yeah. I had no
3: shot. No. <laughs> <laughs> we we met some uh, Spanish speaking uh, speaking people, and I was I was good. I'm
4: pretty good with Spanish. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. That was it. That was yeah, our <laughs> team, it. Our team, like we have a lot of players that can like have conversations in Spanish. So mm-hmm. okay, that's cool. cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Well, gee, if you ever want to practice your Spanish, I always I'm always telling people that I love to practice my Spanish with people. So right. maybe when <laughs> I see you, I'll just try. No, hey, I'll, I'll try just go it. for it. I'll be ready.
0: Next podcast will be in Spanish. <laughs> <I'm> Spanish only. <laughs>
1: Spanish Only know, and Espanol. For that one. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Well, we, I mean, we probably we probably have enough people, uh, obviously, uh, with the, between the two basketball oh, yeah. programs that definitely could That's do a Spanish Only podcast. That's very true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Well, guys. We appreciate you coming on and chatting with us for a few minutes. It's been fun, good times to yes, talk sir. about so far, and hopefully uh, be- more better or more better. Hopefully, better times to yeah, talk nice. about uh, as we approach uh, the Ivy League season. Uh, you guys, obviously, after the break and finals, like we talked about back in action, December thirtieth at Fordham, and then you return home January fourth for uh, kind of tune up against Mount St. Vincent to get your bodies right, get back in that mindset before uh, starting the Ivy League season. So. Appreciate you guys coming on. Best of luck on finals, and uh, we'll we'll catch, we'll catch up with you later in the year. Appreciate, Appreciate you guys having
3: us. Have
4: a good
1: one. JAG Physical Therapy is proud to be the official in-network physical therapy provider for Columbia University Athletics. JAG Physical Therapy treats patients of all ages and abilities, including care for general orthopedic, sports, and musculoskeletal injuries, workers' compensation cases, and Medicare patients. With over 130 facilities throughout the New Jersey, New York, and Pennsylvania area, there is sure to be a location convenient for you. Get back the life you love with JAG Physical Therapy. For more information on the services they provide or to make an appointment, visit JAGPT.com. That's JAGPT.com.
2: New York Presbyterian Hospital is one of the nation's most comprehensive, integrated academic health care delivery systems dedicated to providing the highest quality, most compassionate care and service to patients in the New York metropolitan area, nationally and throughout the globe. New York Presbyterian is consistently recognized as a leader in medical education, groundbreaking research, and innovative patient-centered clinical care. Ranked number one in the New York metropolitan area by U.S. News and World Report and repeatedly named to the honor roll of America's best hospitals, New York Presbyterian has 10 locations in the metropolitan area. For more information, visit nyp.org today.
1: Welcome back. Part two of our podcast this week, our first episode of the season. And as promised, we're here with Riley Weiss and Cecilia Collins from the women's basketball team. What's up?
5: Hi. How are you? Good. How are you?
1: Good. That was Riley. What's up, Cecilia? What's up? Good to be here. Good. To, good. Thanks for joining us here. Thanks for joining us in the nicely branded uh, Lisa Landau Carnoy Lounge. There it is. The LCL, as we now affectionately call it. This is where you guys have your, like, uh, I'm a lot of teams, but, like, your pregame meals, right? Yep. And you guys do you guys do film in here sometimes, too? Or We do
6: uh, Pride Time in here. Too. Pride
1: yeah. Time. Well, talk to us first about Pride Time. We haven't never talked about Pride Time. Yeah, we actually have never talked about, yeah, pride, time. Never talked about yeah. pride Time. Cecilia, what is Pride Time?
5: I think uh, Pride Time for us is kind of just taking a little bit of time off the court, uh, get to know each other better, uh, talk about things that might not even, like, include basketball. Um, just a way to, like, reflect and, you know, like I said, get to know each other better. And, um, yeah, take your mind off basketball for, like, 40 minutes.
1: And having been around Pride Time, I know that sometimes individual players will run it, right? Have you? Have either of you run a Pride? Or just, like, come up with the idea for it, whatever that week's Pride Time is. Yeah, say. we
6: did. As a fre- as the freshman, um, when we were in the Bahamas, we ran Pride Time, and we just made it, like, fun. Like, we played a Kahoot.
1: That's right. We didn't I really, was there.
6: We didn't do anything, like super super meaningful i guess but yeah it was fun we played kahoot and then we ended with like a question i forget what our question was well uh,
5: yeah the questions were like to get to know them better so like i think it was like
6: get to know yeah, like it would ask a
5: question and be like, "Which freshman did this?" Yeah,
6: they're just silly, fun facts. Yeah, know. I love that. That's mm-hmm. so fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was your team name?
5: I, I think we just said the winners. <laughs> we like came in last. We literally. Gave I love it the it confidence. I think it
6: was people were honestly maybe not even they weren't thinking about the question. They were just looking at our reactions to the co- to yeah. the thing on the screen. Like, because people would like giggle and stuff when it was like them, or yeah. maybe not giggle, you know.
1: Wasn't one of them. Had something to do with like an animal, and I just would have thought it was Fliss because it was like once I think got... was it
6: the one that's like um acts like a dog or something? I don't know, <laughs> wasn't it <laughs> <that> Emily? Yeah, <laughs> she like acted like a dog when yeah, she was when you younger know. when she got out of the pool. Uh,
1: <laughs> oh, wow, I love it. Uh, are so are well, Emily's gonna have to come on and uh answer.
6: I love Emily, she's, I, she's gonna she's have to so come funny. on and, and show you what she used to do. Oh, yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah,
0: <laughs> reenact it. Oh, goodness. Yeah.
1: Well, we're here with Riley Weiss and Cecilia Collins. Uh, Riley, a first-year guard from Hewlett, New York, which is right here nearby on Long Island, and uh, she went to GW Hewlett for high school, but then did a senior year at North Broward Prep down in Florida. Uh, so talk to us about that a little bit. Riley, I know, you look at your numbers. I mean, averaging 40 points a game, I don't care what level of high school it is. Uh, that would be pretty cool. That would be a lot of fun, averaging 40 points a game. What's it like? Tell me. I'll never will.
6: <laughs> um, yeah, it was definitely fun, and then um, I mean, it was always fun. And then up to my senior year, I just decided um, a little change would be better. Um, I've been playing varsity for like five years, same school. Um, that's where both my parents went to that high school. we just been there forever. So it was nice to have a little change, go to Florida with my twin brother and we both went to school in Florida for our senior year. So. That's cool. Yeah.
1: And I didn't even know you had a twin.
6: Yeah,
0: I do. I do. That's crazy. Identical or?
6: No, no. I mean, people <laughs> say we look a bit alike, but definitely not identical. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. Yeah.
6: Um,
1: And then, tr- obviously, transferred to North Broward Prep. So, how was your senior year at North Broward?
6: My senior year was a lot of fun. Um, Like I said, like, the change, I ended up. it was a hard decision because leaving my friends and stuff for my senior year, but it was, like, a ton of fun. The basketball was, like... It was a good change for me, um, and yeah, it was. A, I really like North Broward Prep; is a
0: great school. So nice, yeah. Nice to be in the warm weather as well.
1: Now, well, now you're back, not in the warm. Yeah, weather.
0: I <laughs> saw a video of you from high school being double teamed at like all, all like from anywhere on the court. You always had like two people. Yeah, guarding that was, you.
6: that was back in Hewlett. Um, yeah, I made that one TikTok that went went a little viral. <laughs> yeah, classic. Yeah, I times, love it. Good times
1: and uh cecilia cc as everybody calls you but cecilia officially right yeah cecilia okay Okay. triple c triple c C triple c C what is a cecilia like cecilia collins is that the triple c
5: it's cecilia cornelius oh Oh, that's crazy yeah my my middle name's not actually cornelius but we Uh made we made that up okay but you didn't hear that from me it is it's cornelius (laughs) yeah i I love that sounds like royalty yeah (laughs) a
0: princess name
1: A name that has definitely been passed down. Yeah, that's yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, a junior, tra- uh, junior from Scranton, Pennsylvania, went to Scranton Prep, went to Bucknell your first couple of years, and then transferred to Columbia. So, how has the transition been to Columbia? How's it been so far?
5: Yeah, I mean, I think it's been tough. Um, the academics here are obviously very rigorous, but I think uh, my teammates that have been here have kind of helped all of us like acclimate. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think having the two years under my belt's helped me, but it's definitely been, you know, a hard transition. But I feel like I'm starting to, you know, get into the swing of things. And
1: this is gonna, this is your first time doing the whole uh, kind of finals here at an Ivy League institution. So how's how's the studying going? Study week is just starting. Yeah, it's yeah. just starting.
5: Um, but it's tough. I mean, I've had to kind of stay on top of things, and not let myself get behind. But like I said, I mean, I think the upperclassmen especially have been really helpful. So.
1: When's the uh, what's the final schedule look like right now?
5: Uh, We actually have a final on Friday. We're gonna kill it (laughs) (laughs) for uh, literature humanities lit hum, Um, and then I have another in person uh, next week, and then everything else is projects or papers. Okay,
1: so two tests, rest, projects, and papers. Yep. What about you, Ryan?
5: I have so I have the
6: same one as her, and then the next week I have um, two. I have calc one, and then science of psych. And then I have one paper. Okay. So three tests, one paper. Wow. Nice.
1: You as a first year don't have a major yet. You're not allowed to declare to your junior year. But do you have any thoughts so far?
6: Um, not really. Honestly, I mean, psychology courses have interested me. I, like they're pretty interesting. But um, I don't really know. I don't know what I'm gonna, what I'm gonna
1: pick. That's that's a good boat to be in though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's your first year. Yeah. Cece, I think you're a junior academically, right? Mm-hmm. So what's your major? Political science. Po- Poli nice. sci. Nice. Yep. Nice. Is that something uh, you enjoy? I assume so, right?
5: Uh, yeah. I mean, I think I enjoyed it my first two years. Um, I took a lot of classes in political science my first two years, so I just ended up declaring. Um, I don't know if that's what I'm going to do, like, after graduating, but...
0: Yeah, I think I enjoyed it. Triple C for president. Yep, yeah. exactly. Wow, oh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So
1: are you as a transfer, do you have to take like core curriculum classes that people would have taken as as first years? Yeah, so lit. That's, hum. So you guys are in mm-hmm. the same class
5: together.
6: You were yeah, we before. also we have the same u- university writing professors. So she's right after me. So oh,
5: yeah. Cool. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. Really cool. About that. Yeah, I don't have to take. There's some things I don't have to take like frosci. They yeah. have to take next semester. I don't have to take that.
1: Explain so. to us non Ivy leaguers frosci.
5: Uh, well, I just know it's Frontiers of Science. I don't okay. know anything else about it. I don't have <laughs> to take it. So. Of
1: I didn't even know. You said FroSci, and I'm like, I, okay, yes. I've worked here for eight years. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <Fro-sci. Yeah. laughs> I,
5: that's all I know about it. Fro-sci. I love it.
1: All right.
0: I do want to ask you, Cece. Um as, you know, someone that has worked closely with the program, it seems like you made an immediate impact on, especially obviously on the court, but off the court as well as a leader. So what was that transition like, you know, stepping into a program like as an older player, but this isn't, you know, it wasn't your program in the past. So how was that transition?
5: Yeah. I mean, I think it's been tough. Like I said, any transition is going to be like kind of acclimating, but, uh, I realized like, I do have two years of experience, even though it hasn't been here at Columbia. Um, so I just, like, need to use that experience and help out um, some of, like, the first years and even the sophomores because, like, I would want someone to do that for me, so.
6: Yeah, I'd say Cece's been, like, a great teammate. I learned so much from her every day. Thanks, Brad. So <laughs> she's the best. Wow,
1: bringing people together oh, right yeah. here. <laughs> I also have
0: a great sense of humor, Cece or so You guys are both, like... The whole team is just so funny, but, like, Cece is a comedian as well. So, she is? Um, she is. She's oh. Just, like, Depends. You got a
1: career in stand-up,
0: maybe, mm. coming up after this? I mean, no? as someone that has to take, like, these silly little videos of them, she is, like, a social media manager's, like, dream <laughs> athlete because she gives, like, just, like, really out-of-pocket answers <laughs> sometimes <laughs> like in the best possible way. So um, it's been enjoyable getting to just ask you, like, dumb questions, honestly. So. Well, we were
5: talking about this the other day. Like, who on the team is just, like, the biggest clown for no and, reason. <laughs> and we, we
0: came to the conclusion it is Cece. <laughs> That's great. I love it. Give us an example
1: of one of the videos you've done that she's just come up with an answer that you're like, can you think Ooh. of one?
0: Oh,
6: I can. Um, <laughs> When she said... Like, what's in your gym bag or whatever? She said Truffula
0: Tree. Yeah. I didn't even know what it was until I was editing the video. And what? it was from, like, Dr. Seuss the lorax yeah, yes. The Lorax, yeah.
1: What she is just... it? Somebody fill me in. The
5: Truffula Tree. So it's from the
6: movie The Lorax. Oh, or, like, dang. the Dr. Seuss book, The Lorax. And it's about, like, it's just about this guy that, like trees <laughs> and the truffula trees <laughs>
5: and, yeah a truffula tree basically just like means like a real tree like you're saving the trees oh, okay. but i have a truffula tree at my house and like everyone knew that oh just so
1: okay, did... showing me a picture right now okay
6: okay <laughs>
5: yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah there they are and she trees. actually had one i was like that's crazy
5: yeah i actually have she a truffula tree she would in your gym bag tree. no <laughs> yes <laughs> yes I try to bring it but no. It's <laughs> does it Does it fit in your gym bag? Yeah. It's okay. like a it's like how, a little how baby how one. It's it. still growing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. awesome.
0: Yeah. Just just stuff like that. Or I always know if I come up to her after practice, I'll be like, We need you for this video. She'll be like, Yeah. Unlike <laughs> Riley who said no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> CC also
6: loves to dance, so
0: I do? Um, yeah. She does. <laughs> when do I dance?
5: <laughs> oh that Sorry. yeah, that's, that's true, that's true yeah Fair. just
0: a just a fun group so um what's been like kyle asked this to the to the men's players but your favorite memory so far it could be on the court off the court Ooh. favorite game like what's been one of your favorite memories It's a tough one you want to take it first <laughs> i'm still thinking
5: uh let
6: me see there's so so many good so many good memories
5: yeah i don't i don't know if there's like one but i think just being able to come in and like there's obviously what there's eight new players like obviously like the six came in and then the two transfers and they really just like like open arms right away Mm -hmm, like I like obviously like we have had so many special moments and even like our big wins and whatever but um there's really no hesitation and like that's not normal in a lot of places and usually it takes time for people to like really take you in and just like but like they said to us from the beginning, like we're gonna take you in and like you're gonna be just as much of a voice as anyone else. So I thought that was yeah. really that's cool.
6: awesome. I'd agree. Like this, this what we have here is like real family. Mm-hmm. Um,
5: and I'll give a specific moment because I thought about it.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I'll give I'll give a specific um basketball one and then off the court basketball would probably be. I really liked the Providence game when it was Education Day because like the gym was insane and getting to see like all the posters. And the kids were dancing, having the best time, <laughs> and of course winning. And then just to hang out, like see them after, going to the stands, like they were so hype and so into the game, oh, so excited. Oh, a tremendous photo of you going. Oh yes, <laughs> <laughs> we love that so photo.
1: <laughs> you were just like
6: happiest I've ever. I was so happy, <laughs> Blowing. Yeah, it was amazing. So that was so fun. And then off the court, I'll say for my birthday, the entire team. Like, we were just in the lounge, like, just hanging out. And the entire team, like, surprised me. And Aww. they brought me some ice cream and started saying happy birthday that's to me. That's so cute. So, yeah, first birthday away from home. Mm-hmm. Um, that, was, that was so nice yeah. of them. And I would, like, that just made my, like, month or whatever. Aww, that that made that, so that cute. Was, that made me very happy. Very and, nice.
0: And for you, Riley, I mean, your style of play is very similar to Abby's. So how is it getting to learn from, you know, a player like Abby who, yeah. you know, has accomplished so many great things?
6: Yeah so I mean having Abby like I've talked about this with like a lot like a bunch of the coaches and then like I just know this myself like having having Abby here is like a like a gift to me like just to be able to learn from her like in terms of basketball but also just like the way she works and stuff like I've talked about that a ton with Coach G is like I need to like take that in as much as I can because her being here is like a gift for me Mm -hmm. so yeah. Yeah, that's awesome.
1: Really nice article on uh, Riley and Abby yes. being able to play together, written by yeah, Jen that was Hatfield, cool. That yeah, next. our girl Jen. She's a yes. very, shout out, very talented
0: writer. She very is. Talented. She is,
1: and she's very good. She's very good at her job, and she uh, does great coverage of the Ivy League for the Next, which is a great uh, women's basketball publication. So if you haven't read that yet, I would I would highly recommend going to the Next Hoops and uh, reading that article on Abby and Riley. Um Let's transition to basketball, as mm-hmm. we kind of were naturally right there. Uh, I mean, for the two of you coming in this year and seeing that schedule laid out in front of you for your first season playing Colum- in a Columbia uniform, uh, opening at Stony Brook, which you know may- many people may not know, but a very talented team, a very experienced team that brought a lot back. Seton Hall, Duke, uh Towson, which was a reigning CAA champion, facing two SEC teams in the Bahamas, Northeastern, which was also a reigning co-champion in the CAA, Big East team Providence, Big East team Villanova, an American team in Memphis. I mean, when you look <laughs> at that schedule coming in, like, what were your first look? Like, wh- what was your first reaction? And I don't want to put words in your mouth. So, what was your first reaction when you saw that schedule?
5: I mean, I think when I was getting recruited by Coach G, she told me a, a little bit about like what the schedule was going to be like. Um... But obviously, you see that, and like I was super excited to be honest. Uh, I wanted to play those types of teams, and like I said, when I was getting recruited, that's she told me that's what was going to happen. So, um, just being able to play that kind of competition and you know, play at the highest level, I feel like we didn't really get a game where we would like get a break. Like, we were playing a good team every single night, and we had to bring our A game um and that's I think only going to make us better for conference so that's
1: exactly what I was going to say is I, I feel like when you play a schedule like that that y- when you go into the Ivy League season it's like you can't be unprepared right because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you're used to playing at a high level every single night so then when you play teams it doesn't matter where they are in the Ivy League and we can talk about the Ivy League as a conference and the strength of that conference right now I believe they're still number seven in the conference RPI uh so just outside the the Power Six, but it, it's definitely got to prepare you for, you know, the challenges that lie ahead in the conference season.
5: Yeah, for sure. And I think we've seen that as well with other Ivy League teams and the um, like bigger schools that they're playing, the bigger conferences and how like some of the top teams in the Ivy League are competing. And I think obviously, like you said, that's why we're number seven in the RPI.
1: And then, Ry, react. I mean, when you're getting recruited, mm-hmm. you knew. And I mean, Coach G probably said the same thing to you when she's recruiting you. Like, we're gonna play the best of the best.
6: Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, maybe at first, like seeing the schedule, I was like, man, like that's a tough schedule. But I was like super excited, and then just like, I feel like it, it showed that we can play with anyone, and we can beat anyone. Like it proved to me that, and to our whole team. Like, it was. I mean, it was a lot of fun, and yeah, I was just like really excited to play those games.
1: And you guys, you know, I I feel like took a few games you know you got you got to you got to mesh you got to play together you got to build the chemistry right but now sitting on a five game winning streak going into exams break uh, you know what do you what do you feel like riley has like started to gel for this team even though you've only played 11 games together
6: yeah i feel like everyone's like more playing together and like in pride time we've been sharing our why's so our like our why's are like why we play basketball and i feel like that's been really meaningful like um like everyone's like people are being vulnerable and then you are playing for your teammates, of course, but you're also playing for their wives. And I feel like everyone's like pretty much bought into that and we're all just playing for each other, playing together.
1: And CC as somebody who has collegiate experience coming into this, like wh- what do you feel like has started to be different just from the first four games to the last seven?
5: Yeah. I mean, I think like we talk about our culture and like our standard. And I think this is something that's really important here. Um, and like Riley said, when you play for each other, it's just like you're tapping into something that's like next level. And I don't think other teams are like necessarily doing that. So that's just giving a, like us a leg up when we play.
1: And I want to dive a little deeper into one of the games that you guys had uh, in the non-conference season, the Villanova game here at home. I so mean, fun. I, what an incredible, what an incredible yeah. game, what an incredible finish. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of things have had to happen really quickly for this group, right? So you go from the Bahamas trip where, you know, the fourth quarter against Georgia, the game slips away, and then the next day against Florida, the buzzer beater, right? But then, what was it, a week later, you're playing Providence and Villanova, and you're, you are you're basically put yourself in that – it's like you're in the same situation all over again, right? Mm-hmm. So just, like, I have heard a little bit about this, but I want to hear from you. Like, what was the message as you, got, you guys are down – Two with 13 seconds left. Cece, I'll start with you. Like, what's the message in the huddle there uh, as you guys are going back out to try and win that game?
5: For Villanova. Yeah, for Villanova. Yeah, I think we learned a lot in that, like, Georgia and Florida stretch, um, especially with execution and end of game execution. Um, So I think we really just, like, going into that huddle, knew we had to lock in on what we needed to do, Um, especially uh, I remember after missing that layup I think with 30 seconds left uh, which would have put us up um, the coaches especially I know like coach sy was next to me and she was like you're going back in like keep it like a level head like you're going back in on offense so like make sure you're good um, so I really just tried to put that behind me and you know like stay in that moment and not let like what happened in the past dictate what was going to happen in the future um, so going into that play coach G obviously drew up like an amazing play. Um, I really just tried to lock in and you know get a good pass off to Abby. I was gonna
1: say we're not gonna we're not gonna sl- we're not gonna put the <laughs> we're not gonna not talk about that pass. Yeah, the pass. Was Abby incredible. might have finished, but yeah. the pass was couldn't have been better.
5: Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I just tried to put it right there for her, and uh, Abby got her defender up in the air and was able to finish through contact and just worked out, and then. Obviously we got that stop um in the full court and it was a good one.
0: And um Abby's favorite thing about that play was your celebration. <laughs> 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 she like she like uh swiped up, she's like, I need this video clip just for CeCe's reaction. <laughs> like it was so good. So We have I,
1: a lot of angles of it too. Yeah. <laughs> it's well I think
5: the uh jacked. someone took a screenshot and now it's like the yeah, it's picture for our group yeah. chat. That's so. amazing. Is it?
1: That's yes. incredible. Got That's the kind of energy we need right there. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: Always. I think it was just,
5: like, an accumulation of just, like, so much that had went mm-hmm. on in that past minute. I was just, like, so just hyped that she made that.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And, Rai, I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, – I know we kind of talked about your high school experience before, and we were talking about this a little bit before you came on, but the, uh, the Maccabi games. The Maccabi games? Yeah, Maccabi games, um, yes. I'm, I don't know,
6: but – um. So, yeah, I went to Israel – To play in those uh the summer of 2022 and um basically that what that is for anyone that doesn't know it's basically like the jewish olympics so um yeah it's like it's really cool like we have like the opening ceremony like same thing as the regular olympics and it was it was packed it was insane and yeah so that was fun um my team team usa i played on the 18 under team we came uh we went and we won gold which was cool um and we got to play a few different countries we played israel australia germany canada israel was definitely the uh, our biggest competition and yeah it was just like the i went to israel for a month and i would say like besides the basketball just the experience was like unforgettable and like one of the best
0: summers of my life it was amazing so that's awesome that's awesome,
1: that's yeah. awesome. and Aliyah you said you've been to israel
5: too
0: i have i went on birthright in 2018 with my older brother and it was it was just so cool getting to experience the culture, the hiking, and mm-hmm. just like the the lifestyle out there. It's awesome.
1: Yeah. Bucket yeah. list place.
0: Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, you should go
6: if you haven't been. You okay. should go, Cece. Thanks.
1: Um, <laughs> Look into it.
6: We could go together. <laughs> <laughs>
1: did you play Israel in the finals? Or? We did. We okay. did. So
6: we played all the teams first once, like we played them all, and then we played Israel in the finals. Uh, we ended up winning by a few points. Um, but yeah, it was just and like. Also, like, you also interacted with the other teams a bunch, which was really cool. It wasn't like, I mean, you're playing against each other, you want to win, but it was cool to get to, like, meet all these different, like, people from all these different countries, all these different Jewish people was
5: really cool. How many you drop in that game? I've no idea. I don't remember. (laughs) Too long ago. Oh, my God.
1: All right. Well, that's awesome, Ryan. Thanks for sharing that story with us. Like, super cool. And uh, I hope to be able to visit one day.
6: Yeah, Yeah. I hope so, too. (laughs)
1: Um, But I think that's all the time we have today Mm -hmm. for uh, Riley and Cecilia. Uh, Thanks for stopping by and chatting with us and uh, giving us the update.
0: Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. You'll have to come by. Give us a good review to your teammates. Will. There's a lot of new new teammates who have never been on the podcast. That's so right. So sure, that's tell right. them it's scary, and then I will. and then see how they react. I will. But it's um, like the scariest thing ever.
6: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope we get to come back one day. This is amazing. I, I mean, yeah. yes, let's do well, it. Let's it. do
1: it. You're, next episode, you're back. <laughs> 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 sounds good. We'll um, right but for all those following the women's basketball team, the the Lions' next game will be Thursday, December 28th. They're actually going to fly out to California on Tuesday, the 26th uh and they're gonna play san francisco on thursday the 28th that's a night game for all of us in the eastern time zone that'll be at 9 p.m eastern and then three days later on new year's eve they're gonna stay out in california go to stockton which is like an hour hour and a half i've heard outside of san francisco i've never been to stockton but that's what i've heard uh and they're gonna play pacific on new year's eve that's at 5 p.m eastern 2 p.m pacific and then We're going to hang out in California for New Year's Eve before flying back New Year's Day. It's
0: exciting. So fun. (laughs) Awesome.
1: All right. Well, thanks again for joining us. Thank
0: Uh, you. Thank you. Bye. Wow. That was a successful first episode back. Two great conversations. And, you know, I I just think there's going to be so many great things to talk about this season. So I'm excited that we're back in action, Kyle.
1: We're back in action. And one thing we didn't even talk about with the two of them is that we're hosting the Ivy League tournament this year. Yeah,
0: that's, that's going to be fun. Yeah,
1: Schiller Court, Levian Gymnasium, March 15th to the 17th. So uh, I know the teams are going to the non-conference right now. Maybe we're in a non-conference state of mind right now, Aaliyah, and we're, mm-hmm. we're not even thinking about the Ivy League tournament yet.
0: I know. I just feel like there's been so many games. There's been a lot of home games this season. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like hard to think that far ahead. But, yeah, it's going to be a really fun time ho- getting to host and – um, I mean there's so much that this city and this campus offer so I'm excited for for everyone to get to see I it. think
1: it's I think it's gonna be a tremendous crowd yeah. here at, at this gym right behind us uh New York City say what you will but in my mind it's a basketball town oh yeah and uh, I, I feel like a, a lot of people a lot of the general, college basketball fan base is gonna is gonna want to oh, get yeah. some of these tickets and these tickets are now on sale you can purchase uh packages for the ivy league men's and women's basketball tournaments by visiting ivymadness.com that'll take you direct links in order to purchase your packages for the postseason so make sure you get on top of that now you don't want to miss out
0: <laughs> you said it best, Kyle <laughs> that was great
1: all right well this is the Morningside Hoops podcast Thank you for uh, joining us for our first episode of the season. Many more to come. For Aliyah Funshell, I'm Kyle Matrician. You can catch the Morningside Hoops podcast. Uh, we're not going to say every week, maybe on a bi weekly basis, on a periodic basis, yeah. uh, on uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, wherever you catch your podcasts, uh, be sure to look for the Morningside Hoops. You can just find it under the Columbia Athletics podcast group.
0: I will say my goal for this next year is to end up on someone's Spotify wrapped as Ooh. like most listened to podcast. Wow.
1: So. Wow. Kim Marie Funchell.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she needs to do a Spotify wrapped and it will Shout say morning site Columbia Athletics as yes. the top listen. Yes,
1: please. Can you take a screenshot for yeah, us? Screenshot. <laughs> All right, well, until next time, have a happy holidays. Have a happy and safe holidays, and we will see you in the new year.
5: Woo!